Genesis 36, 35, not 36. I was looking at 36, but we're definitely doing 35 first. Okay, so um, at the end of this, spoiler alert, Isaac died. Um, but that's the fun part because then we get to do a bunch of timelines. Before all of that, we get um, Jacob slash Israel fleeing. So last chapter... Um, they, uh, let's see, Jacob's daughter was raped. And so he didn't, he didn't immediately take action. So his sons took action for him and deceived and then slaughtered an entire city. Took all of their stuff, their possessions, their people, all like the remaining, like wives and children and slaves and all their stuff and all of their livestock and all of everything. And... Israel said, wow, we're all going to die. All the nations around us are going to destroy us because this, this is not good. And so God said to Jacob, get up, go to Bethel, which is the house of God, and settle there. Build an altar there to the God who appeared to you when you fled from your brother Esau. So when he, when he left a while ago and he fled from Esau, he, there was the, he slept on a rock by himself with a, he had a staff with him and and he saw this uh, ladder, ramp, stairway, something, with angels ascending and descending. And he said, this is the house of God. This is the place where uh, heaven and earth meet. And God said, go back to that place. So he told all of his family and everybody there with him, uh, get rid of all your foreign gods, purify yourselves, and change your clothes. So uh, get rid of all these idols. We're going to bury them under a tree. And everybody take a bath. So they did that, and a terror from God came on all the cities around them, so they did not pursue Jacob's sons. So the nations around them were quite angry. Uh, they were planning on destroying them, but God sent a terror on them so that they, they didn't destroy Israel's sons for what they had done. So then they arrived, and Jacob built an altar, and he called it, God of the house of God, so God of Bethel, or uh, El Bethel, because El is God. Um, El comes from like Elohim. So, all right. Uh, so then it's got this little verse in here that's interesting. It says, Deborah, Rebecca's nurse, died and was buried under the oak south of Bethel. So Jacob named it Oak of Weeping. So this is his grandmother's nurse. And she's still alive. She's still traveling with him everywhere. Like she was here through all of this stuff. Um, she was probably an advisor. Um, there's a lot of people mentioned in here. Only a handful of people are mentioned as dying. Only, apparently only the important people that died are um, mentioned in here because of how important they are. And and she hasn't really been a part of the story. In fact, she, was, she hasn't been named yet. Uh, if you... Um, you can you can see where she shows up on the scene back in uh, Genesis 24. So that's like more than 10 chapters ago. Uh, and that's when Rebecca went with uh, 24, 28. No, that's a different one. 24, 59. Uh, and so they went away with their sister Rebecca and her nurse. 
and Abraham's servant and his men. So that's the the slave of uh, of Terah, the slave of Abraham, went up. Wait a second. No, the slave of Abraham went up and got a. Man, I'm, I'm I've lost it. Shouldn't be telling stories after I, after I passed them so far so far behind. Uh, so Isaac. Okay, so this is sorry Rebecca's servant, not Jacob's um, nurse. Sorry, not grandmother. It's his mom's nurse. So the nurse that came along um, when Isaac went up to go and get a wife. So he went up and and. She went down. I need to pause. Is it? Can I do that? Rebecca's Rebecca's nurse. Abraham and Sarah. Yeah, Isaac and Rebecca. Yeah. So Isaac's Isaac's wife's nurse. She died. So she was. If she was a nurse, then she was probably uh, of the generation of Abraham. That's where I got that from, because she's that that old. Anyway, so she died. She was buried. They were all sad. And then God uh, met with him, and he told him basically two things. One, he reconfirmed uh, Jacob's name to be Israel, which still doesn't stick for a little while. Back when he was running from Esau, he wrestled with God, and he got that blessing that he obviously didn't take too seriously because he kept on going by the name of Jacob. And he continued to, after this, he continues to go by the name of Jacob with Israel sprinkled in there every once in a while. Uh, so God says, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel will be your name. God also said to him, and then reconfirmed the blessing of Abraham on him. He said, uh, you will multiply, you're going to become a great nation, um, an assembly of nations, uh, and I'll give you all this land. And so... Um, Jacob named the place Bethel. I think he's run out of names at this point. He's named like four things Bethel at this point. So he named it Bethel, house of God. And then they set out from Bethel and Rachel was pregnant again. And she's not young anymore. And her birth was really difficult. Uh, and with her last breath, she named her son Benoni. But his father called him Benjamin. So, so Rachel died giving birth to Benjamin, and she, she initially named him uh, Son of My Sorrow. And not wanting to pin sorrow on, on his son forever, he named him Son of My Right Hand. And then they buried Rachel there. And then... It, a little bit more craziness happens, and they list off a bunch of, you know, all the all the sons, which we already had that list before. That's important because they all become tribal leaders. And uh, and then it says, Jacob came to his father Isaac at Memory, where Abraham and Isaac had stayed. Isaac lived 180 years. He took his last breath and died, and was gathered to his people, old and full of years. His sons Esau and Jacob buried him. And that confused me for a minute because a while ago, um, it seemed like when after Jacob escaped, that that's when Isaac died. Because it sounds like Isaac was like on his last leg, and as soon as Jacob got out of there, Isaac died, and then that's when uh, you know we've got all this you know rage coming from Esau. 
because Isaac said that he was old and about to die. And here we are, uh, how many, how many years later is this? Um, so, so Jacob, yeah, so, <laughs> so Jacob left right around when he was 70. So that would have been when Isaac was around 130. So at 130, Isaac was saying, I am getting super old. I'm going to die. He's already mostly blind at that point. And so that's when he did the blessing. And then um, Jacob took off. And then, you know, we give a seven years before he marries and starts having children. So that's how we, you know, track back. But he died at 180. So he lived for another 50 years. So... Yeah, and a lot, a lot happens in those 50 years. Not an idle 50 years. Um, because Jacob's wives are all having kids at the same time. Like some here and overlapping, a few year gaps of, of no kids and then some more. And so 50 years, a lot happens in 50 years. And apparently when Jacob returned after all of this, even after... Uh, uh, returning and going to a different city when he said he was going to follow Esau back and, and then slaughtering an entire village or city and then coming back here. They still lived together in the same area for a little while before Isaac actually died and Esau and Jacob buried him, which is cool that I initially, the, I don't know, I guess every time I've heard this before, I've always thought that um, Jacob and Esau reconciled long after their father died. But they reconciled years before their father died. And then Isaac and or Jacob actually came back and lived with his like near his father for you know the remainder of his days, which is which is cool. I didn't know that. I, I mean I've read this before, obviously, but I didn't I didn't put those pieces together. So that's the end of the chapter. But um, whenever I come to somebody's significant death, especially in the Abraham-Isaac-Jacob line, uh, it's always cool to take a look at some of the timeliney stuff. So, Jacob was born when Isaac was 60 years old-ish. But then Jacob got married around when he was 77, so he fled when he was around 70. Which means that Isaac was like 130-ish when Isaac fled, and 107-ish when he got married. But he got married um, when he fled up into Haran. Um, and so, uh, Isaac wasn't there for that, obviously. So it took a while for him to have, um, well, no, he had children right away, but then it took a while before Benjamin was born. And Benjamin was born around, I mean, like, this is all ballpark estimates in here until we get to some hard numbers. Because we know, we know the, kind of the order of events, and we know, like, some named events at certain times. This is one of those more fuzzy ones. So Jacob had Benjamin when he was around 100 years old, which would put Isaac at around 160. And you might be thinking, wait a second, wasn't Benjamin like still super young when Joseph was like taken off to Egypt and stuff? Like, yes. So during this timeline in here somewhere, while Isaac was still alive, Joseph was having dreams. And, and, and I haven't, we haven't even gotten that. It's like two chapters later. So when Jacob was about 120, when Isaac died at 180, 
which is actually roughly about when Joseph was named the prime minister of Egypt. So that's when, like, that's after he was already, you know, had dreams. That's after the, you know, coat of many colors. That's after the, you know, being sold into slavery and working his way up through the prison and uh, interpreting the dreams and then becoming the prime minister of Egypt. Like, that happened, pre like, within a year or two, I think, of... Uh, of Isaac's death, and Jacob was still there, and Jacob was 120, so he's he's not he's not young. And then uh, I, I I wanted to trace Shem's life through until he died, and so when Sh so Shem actually lived 50 years into Jacob's life, Shem being the son of Noah. So this is generations and generations ago, but Shem lived a super long time, like super long. So Shem lived 50 years into Jacob's life. So sometime between when Esau got married and when Jacob fled to, to uh, Haran, somewhere between those two events, Shem, the son, the, uh, the son of Noah, the, the last remaining person who was alive pre-flood, died. I wonder if they knew him. I wonder if they heard about him. I wonder if he was legend, if people went to him for wisdom, if, or if he was some hermit somewhere. It's not, we don't know. It doesn't say. But, but he was definitely alive, and he died between those two events in their lives. And so it's very possible that they, they knew about him, that they heard what it was like before the flood happened. That it, they heard stories of what happened in the flood. Because um, he was, you know, he was an adult with his father when they went onto the ark. And they were shut up, and and then they watched the world explode into this, you know, all of these people over hundreds of years. I mean, America is only a few hundred years old, and it's massive, and we have millions of people. So it's not terribly hard to. I mean, you think it's only a few generations out could you know, could only be a few, a small group of people, but 200 years can do a lot, and he was definitely alive for more than that. Yeah, so 180 years is a lot. Like, we don't have people to live that long. We have trouble getting to 120 or 100. And I don't know... I don't know if, at the, you know, at the rate that the world is going, I don't know if I want to live to 100. To be able to see the further twisting and destruction, to see further corrupting of this world, I don't know. I would have a hard time with that, I think. But yeah, Shem lived all the way until this point. He saw a lot. He saw his, and these are, you know, a third of all of these people are his descendants, you know, or, a, yeah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Well, and any other sons that Noah might have had after the fact, which, you know, there's other, other stories in folklore about how that could have gone down. Yeah, so... That's the end of Isaac's life. Um, I don't have any 
massive observations on that. 